0: More from the... Break them off, i oh, yeah, sorry It's the entertainment Ayo, hey, dog I meet, what? The street, uh, street, what? Slash, Cocoa Puffs, sweet, what? Make you wanna eat, uh, but not me Yes, feed off the plate all you want, but not deep. Uh, I'm uh, with these hoes from a distance. The instant they start to catch feelings, I start to steal and they what? Then I'm out just like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in the bite. You think life, I'm thinking more like, what's up tonight? Come on, ma, you know I got a wife. And even though that pat, uh, I'm not gonna jeopardize my life. A'ight? So, what is it you want from a what? Uh, I gave you, you gave me. What? I blazed you, you blazed me. Yo. Nothing more, nothing, nothing less. less, but you at my door. Will it confess that best? It is the best you, you ever test? Better than all the rest. I'm like, all right, girlfriend, hold you up. I gave me you me what you gave me, gave me, boo. Enough. I
1: have no idea what a pickleback shot is.
2: So a pickle back shot is a shot of whiskey with a shot of pickle juice after it.
3: They call it, oh shit, I forgot what they, because the dudes at uh, Mass Mutual used to do those. Yeah. I was like, eh, nah, son, that's tough for me. I'm so not a whiskey fan, and that's a good way to ruin a pickle.
2: So pickle juice is real good for you, right? It's magnesium, it's calcium, it's sodium. So believe it or not, you can drink more <laughs> when drinking pickle juice. If you like <laughs> and you want a good hangover cure, plug some pickle juice when you get home. It'll be, is that right? Yeah. Just find a pickle juice you like, any one, doesn't matter. Works better than Gatorade. Good to know. The funny
3: thing about Trulies was that was like the drink of choice for all the moms, for the ladies on the cruise with me.
2: Well, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred calories in the can. Like you know, uh. what you're getting it's five percent <laughs> alcohol, which is again, it's like essentially a hydration, like water. And you know, how can they drink that all the
3: time. Oh yeah, that, that's that's all they were doing it was like cans and cans and cans of Truly as we're sitting out on the poolside.
1: <laughs> so how you making out? You good? I'm Okay, because I kept saw you moving around. I was sort of guessing I was waiting for you to get settled. I'm
4: pouring myself a drink just as well.
1: Everybody getting ready. (laughs) Okay. Um, So with all of that, we're going to say welcome back to another episode of Single Dad, Why You're Mad. I'm David. I'm a single dad to my one and only child. His name is Miles. He is three years old. I had him at the age of 50. To be honest, he is the uh, one and only love of my life.
3: Yeah, I'm Clark. I'm a single dad to three girls, ages 18, 13 as of last week, and 11. I've been doing this daddy thing since I was 25, so I really don't know any other life anymore.
1: And this is the Single Dad Why You Mad podcast. And if you are... New, meaning this is your first time joining us. The first thing we do is we define what a single dad is. And for us, a single dad is a father who is not in a relationship with the mother of his children or the co-parent. And he keeps or has his children equally or at the very least a significant amount of time equal to his other co-parent. So that's how we define single dads. Not just somebody who has a child support payment and cuts that check, but somebody who's actually spending time. Right.
3: You're businessing with your kids. Spending time, you are stewarding these little people through life and trying to build functional adults. You know, I think the other thing we touch on every episode and it bears reminding, We do not claim to be child-rearing, taxation, financial, relationship, or baby mama experts. We are two dudes who are sharing our experiences as we go through I like to say we are flying the plane
1: and changing the oil at the same time and sharing those experiences while we do it. And sometimes I actually got to climb out on that wing while the plane is in mid-flight and change the oil, but we find a way. I'm sorry, you gonna say something? No, just say a William Shatner gremlin style. Exactly, exactly. There Old is a time. man on the wing of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other things I like to say is that ever since we did Deep Dive, I'm not quite sure if people are gonna believe me when I say this, but this is not the place where we come to bash our co-parents. This is a place where we come to learn from each other, and to learn from the people around us. And it doesn't mean that every now and then I'm not gonna be in a position where I may say something that sounds like I'm bashing. But this is not the place where we come to do that. If you came here to listen to two dads bash their baby mamas, you got the wrong place, Jack. This is the wrong channel. You probably need to tune in someplace else. But normally at this point, we recap what has happened between the last time we recorded and this time. And Chris, I gotta tell you, right? I was talking to somebody at the job one day. She was listening to one of the episodes. she said, when I spoke about what was going on with me during the week, she said that that resonated with me, she could tell for the rest of the episode, because I was hostile from which <laughs> I, for, for the rest of the episode, because I had talked about what was going on in court and how the judge had rendered a decision that was exactly controversial to what he said earlier, and she said, you could just hear it in my voice. So I'm not even quite sure we should still be doing that. Maybe we need to wait and recap later, or maybe we should just keep it generic and uh, recap now. But how was your, go ahead. Yeah. I think we should keep it 100. I
3: think we should keep, you know, stick to the script. Because the reality is, while we don't come here to bash our co-parents, we do have moments of frustration. And I think that's something that, that's that's genuine. I think it's authentic and organic. I think it's feasible and fine. Uh-huh. So
1: with that, how was your week, David? What'd you do? What'd you see? So I ain't do nothing, and I ain't see nothing except work. Uh, I had a board meeting today, so I just had to get ready for that. And that just required, you know, a lot of... uh you know, late night, uh, spreadsheet preparing, Word document preparing and uh, getting my speaking voice ready. So uh, that's done. That's over. And now I'm just going to get ready for uh, to enjoy the next week. I scheduled some time off. I was actually supposed to be going to a wedding, Labor Day weekend, but that didn't work out. Like I told you, uh, nine hundred dollars a flight round trip plus eight hours each way was just too much for me and my boy. Yeah. So I still got the time off, but I'm just going to stay home and relax and do some work here. But how about
3: you? Yo, uh, work-wise, it's been good. It's you know, just been constant hustle. After I got back from North Carolina last week, it's just been me hitting the ground running, getting out, meeting with clients, meeting with you know, colleagues. We had a birthday party for my middle kid uh, who crashed our recording last episode. And we went down to a beach and she had like a little photo shoot. My kids are into cosplay. They are like incredibly crafty little people. So she crafted her own like, little tiara out of seashells and a little mermaid bra and she had like a little swim fin and her mom who you know is a very talented photographer took some shots of her um out at the beach. So I mean that that's that's kind of what I had going on this weekend. Just you know typical daddy shit.
1: So uh we have a special episode today uh on what we believe is special, right? And we're gonna see how this works out, right? So This episode is uh, the DILF episode. It is not as crass as it may sound, but if we all know what a MILF is, uh, you just got to replace the M with a D. Um, But we have two guests. Um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself so that you can be as transparent as you either do or do not want to be. Um, Are we not going to define what a DILF is? uh, Listen, some things are better (laughs) left unsaid. I think it's pretty obvious what it means, but how about we circle back to that and we let them introduce themselves. Go ahead.
2: All right, so my name is Nicole Larson, but you can call me Coco because that's what everybody else calls me. I am a hardcore insurance nerd. I actually work on insurance software. What else would you like to know about me in this industry? Where do you live? Where do I live? I live in Connecticut, I work in Boston, and I live real close to New York City. So I got like close to the city and then just stopped because I didn't wanna pay the taxes.
1: And I'm not gonna ask you exactly how old you are as much as I'm gonna ask you to give us a range unless you wanna tell us exactly how old you are. I
2: would check the box on 35 to 40. All
1: right, and uh, who else is with us?
2: Uh, I am not
4: gonna be as transparent (laughs) as (laughs) Coco. I am Sasha. I live in the D.C. metropolitan area. I am a contractor. Um, in case you don't know, D.C. has a huge government um, population, uh, so I'm in the government contracting in- industry. A contractor,
3: okay. as like assassin, like what, what
4: kind of contract? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> government government contractor. I, I work. I support government agencies doing top secret work. No, I'm kidding. Just. <laughs> Still sounds like a sasquatch. <laughs> Do, doing program, doing program management work type work.
2: I I live in the D.C.
4: area. Uh, I work in the D.C. area. I'm originally from New Jersey, and I would check the box fifty to fifty-five.
1: I like that. Okay. So um, the reason we have both of these people right. is because both of them have been in relationships with what we define as single dads. Am I correct?
4: Absolutely. Yep.
1: Okay, so I guess one of the first questions I want to ask is, do you agree with our definition of a single dad?
2: Yes. Yeah, very much so.
1: Okay. And has that been your experience where the person you have dated has uh, spent a significant amount of time? Why don't you tell us what um, your experience is, um, whoever wants to go first.
2: So I'm actually, I am actually currently married, but it is my second marriage. Um, my first marriage I met my husband when I was in college he had two children when I met him I was in my early 20s how old were they they were six and nine going on ten and we were together for ten years so a lot of history there Um, and then you know eventually divorced and actually did date men with children after that divorce and just got to a place where I was like I cannot do this anymore I had, to, I had to really draw a line in the sand for myself. Um, and I'm happy to, you know, for us to talk a lot about that. Um,
1: when you say you cannot do this anymore, what is this?
2: <laughs> it was incredibly hard for me to come third, fourth, fifth, sixth in a relationship. In my marriage, he started off incredibly dedicated to the children. And then over time actually became what I would consider not by definition a good single dad, um, I watched that evolution and what that looked like was actually really painful for me as well. When I was uh, dating again and starting to date men who were my age, but had children, had young children, I was right back in family court, right back in kind of like baby mama drama with stuff. And even though they were incredibly dedicated to their kids, it was very stark to me that I was not in a place where I could emotionally support somebody at the level that was required. So it was a personal choice, right? There are a lot of people who can do that. And I think that, um, I think it takes a really, really incredible, a really big person to be able to give themselves over to a relationship like that. I had to get honest with myself about where I was in my, in my life and what I could do. I want to have my own children. um, And, it, there's, it's difficult when you step into a relationship with a person who's already carrying the weight of something else to start to bring up those types of things, like having another child, getting married, creating blended families. It's not easy. It's financially difficult. It's emotionally difficult.
3: So with their first husband, how much older than you was he? Or were you guys around the same age?
2: He was 10 years older than me. So I was uh, 21, going on 22 when we met. I was actually moving to Hawaii when we met. And it's funny, so my, uh, my brother is my half brother and my parents met when my brother was one and my father is the only father my brother ever had. So my dad pulled me aside and was like, shit's about to get real for you. Like if you really wanna stay in this relationship, it's about to get real. Let me take you through what it's gonna be like to be 21, 22 years old and to have two children who you're gonna be responsible for.
1: That did biologically come from you
2: not biologically
1: come from you. First of all, let's not go too deep. Uh, let's give Sasha a chance to uh, tell us a little bit about her story.
4: Okay, well, um, my story's a little bit different. Um, I have a friend who I hope I did not give this podcast information to, but at any rate, right. I have a friend who, uh, we went to college together. He's two years older than me. And the funny thing is, just a quick background. So we met in college, we didn't date in college. He we, we were friends, we became good friends. He got married one time, had a child. The wife, mother split. She split when the child was a year and a half. Then when you say years split, ago,
1: you mean she bounced.
4: Bounced. He took care, he raised his son, who is now twenty six. But in the mean, in the interim, I we dated we dated um when he was about three or four we only dated for about a year but we remained friends because we went to college together so we've I've known this person since I was 19 so and then he got remarried he dated somebody for a long time didn't want to get married anyway got married had another child that didn't work out so now he has a 16 year old so he's raising the 16 year old he's, he's still raising the 26 year old what honest.
1: happened okay what happened to the second the, the second baby she bounced too
4: no, well, no, no, no. She took her. She took her daughter. So the, you know, the the daughter is between. The daughter has both the parents. The okay. first child does not have both the parents. Okay. So and um, because we have mutual friends in college, I mean, you know, I still hang out with my with my people. You know, go to I come to Jersey for cookouts and stuff like that. We lost touch, of course, after uh, we dated, and then we reconnected. Um, his good good friend as part of you know our our crew who hung out with and he put us back in contact and at that time I had broken up with somebody and I guess he was just you know raising his kids um and so this has been going on for about six years but come April I decided I had enough I mean and to be honest he like 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 Coco says he's a he was a good he's a great provider a great guy awesome parent very much into his kids I mean, and that was the, that that's what i liked about him to be honest i mean because my dad is like that you know what i'm saying no, so sorry. i like that about him but um he, he's he's in another state i'm here and i'm just i'm not interested anymore
1: <laughs> so so how long did y'all actually date
4: more like close to six years
1: six years and was it long uh,
3: distance the entire time
4: yeah
1: well, that's another thing too. We'll, we'll unpack that in a minute. <laughs> and, but but yeah. and when no, you say saying, I mean, it,
4: it, yeah, what? it's another thing. But I mean, imagine it, it, it's okay. Go ahead. When you,
1: when you say another state, how far away?
4: Oh, two and a half hours, Jersey.
1: That's not that far when it comes to long distance relationships. But all right, okay. But
4: don't forget, you're talking about a parent that you know had. Well, so his second child is a girl. He had to have a child. He has his daughter like every weekend. He spends more time or just as much time as you do with your kid.
1: Okay, all right.
4: So, wait, so, how do you fit in? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, how do you fit in? Okay. Right. So, so, I'm sorry, but before we go any further, I left something out. We were supposed to do a word association game. Clark, you got your words? Uh, yeah. All right, why don't you go first?
3: I think I'll stick to the script. So, I'll start with you, Coco. First word is love.
2: Oh, um, coveted. How much of an answer do you want? The first so, word
1: that comes to your mind. Coveted. Okay. Dating.
3: As a newlywed, that's a hard one.
2: It's a battlefield, right? Dating is a battlefield. So that's actually.
3: All right. Money.
2: Make it. Peace. Attainable.
3: The future. Now. All right, Sasha, let's go to you. Okay. Love. Attainable. Dating. Overrated. Money. Needed. You and me both, sister. <laughs> Peace. A must. And the future.
4: Hopeful. Sasha. Yes. You ready? Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Foreplay. A must. Cuddling. Nice. Snuggling. Too much. Children. No.
1: <laughs> Marriage. No. Relationship. You got me high-pitched oh. right over there. What was her
3: answer? What was your answer?
4: Um, I'm thinking. <laughs> like, uh, oh, boy, I'm stuck. Um, possible. possible. Possible.
1: Men? I like. <laughs> Coco?
2: Yes. Sex? Absolutely. Marriage? Sure, why not? Children? soon enough
1: so, snuggling
2: afterwards tuddling afterwards foreplay <laughs> all the time
1: all right okay <laughs> so uh back to where we left off uh coco you're saying that this is probably not something you would ever do again but i i, I guess one of my first questions to you is could it possibly that decision be somewhat related to the fact that that you did it so young and that that was your experience with it versus if you tried it now or you're saying that you've done it since then and the experience has always been the same?
2: So I think that everything's about context. Like in life, in general, everything's about context. So absolutely, my, my early experiences, uh, my first marriage definitely colored the way I feel about things. Um, I did, I mentioned I did date somebody who had a child. Um, After I was divorced, but he also had a a very, he had a relationship with his ex that was so bad, they couldn't speak to each other. They were actually, they could only communicate with each other when a therapist was in the room with them. Um, And it was difficult because I was falling in love with uh, this man, but I was also falling in love with this beautiful child that he had and knew that this unbelievably complicated relationship he had with his ex was literally never going to go well for me. Um, I don't, I won't ever say. Did she have a problem with you? Did she give you problems? We never. So, so actually she and I never had to even interact. I mean, she was barely interacting with the man that I was dating. Right. So she and I never had to interact in my marriage that she, I had the police called on me, like that was wild. Right. (laughs) But, um, in that experience, there was a complete wall around what that was. I would. If I were to end up on the market again, particularly at my age, I know that I would have to reassess my situation. I think that when children are older, when they're in college, out of college, when a lot of the drama has resolved, a lot of the hardcore, you know, eighty-hour-a-week parenting has resolved, it you know, you're a different person. You're dating a different person. So it's not for me. Never say never. It's more. I would. I would not date an individual who had very young children again unless it was the most superb situation with incredible communication and like it that's that shit's hard your ex is an ex for a reason like there's just amen that's what it is right like like you if it was so fucking great with that person you'd (laughs) still be with them Right, especially if you had a kid together. So I know, even if you're an amazing person, you're gonna take some element of that with you into the relationship. So you gotta, I have to assess all of that stuff if I'm gonna date somebody. It just got you you know? So the-
1: Sasha, I'm sorry,
3: go ahead, Chris. No, I was just, I was curious. So with either of those situations, what was the level of involvement for the dad as well as the mom? So was it like full custody on either end? or was it they they split it 50-50 down the line or was it like what you hear the quintessential weekend dad one weekend a month dad what, what was the scenario like
2: in the situation where i was dating the individual the most recent experience they were 50 50 down the line um and you know they they shared to a great extent all the things they were both incredibly financially stable successful individuals so it made some of the drama a lot easier they just didn't get along as people. right? In the in my marriage, there was a lot of disparity um, in the early days. It was very 50-50. He was very involved. We eventually moved to Connecticut for my career. Um, he followed me. His children stayed in Rhode Island. And so there was a, he took the easy way out of a lot of things and became that dad who sent a check. And I'll tell you, it's definitely not as attractive (laughs) you know like it, it was it showed me a side of him that um that I didn't like that I didn't like right so so I watched that transition from being involved all the time like you do business with your kids to being like he was fucking out in a, in a lot of ways, he was pumped that he could follow me to Connecticut to not have to be responsible anymore. He took a heart out.
1: So. Sa- Sasha, how about you? I want to start with the first in terms of how much time the dad spent with the children, and then okay. follow up with, yeah, would you do it again? Okay.
4: Of course, you know, he had his firstborn 100% of the time. Um, the second one, probably, I don't know, 60, 40, or, I mean, even though I think the mother has custody, he, probably, he spent more time with her,
1: for sure. And- And did you feel like uh, that was time that was taken away from you?
4: No, I did not because um, I didn't. We were in different states. I mean, a little bit. Part of me did when, you know, like if I wanted to plan, like I wanted him to like uh, be proactive and say, okay, like this weekend, I'm gonna come down to see you or you come, you know, see me, you know, and the daughter can stay with the mother, right? But he wouldn't do that. He was, he, he, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to be available for her. So, of course, that cut into my time. And I, I it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me for a good, I don't know. I mean, it really doesn't bother me now. But, of course, now the tables have turned because now I'm not really interested. And now he wants to, you know, make plans <laughs> and tell the daughter to stay with the with the mother. And I'm like, okay, it's too late. But it end in the day. That's neither here nor there. But,
3: well, it, it's human nature. You want what you want at the time that you want it. Right. Right. And-
4: right. When you have it, you don't want it.
3: Or as or, or they say in the Caribbean, you don't miss water till well run dry. So, is that something that you would ever do again?
1: Would you? Uh, be oh, an,
4: I, I mean, uh, my, my age bracket. If I finding a man that doesn't have a kid is like finding a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a problem with that as long as you're a good dad. I'm not going to date anybody that is not a good dad and not present in their kids' lives because I've come across that too, and I couldn't get into him mentally because
2: of that. No, it's a character thing, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely real character thing
3: so so you've crossed the deadbeat dad scenario where the dude just had kids out there floating around somewhere and just didn't fuck with them at all that's right
4: well no not even that they didn't fuck with him but like saw the kid who's a, a boy once a week where'd they do that
2: at and for a couple of hours and he can't come and sleep at your house i was like oh yeah no, no. no. that's whack no it's nonsense right handle your responsibilities <laughs> you can't if you can't business with that what are you going to be with me Right. Exactly,
3: exactly. Yeah, and, and it's interesting, like, Dave and I talk about this all the time, and It's like our brains don't even work on that level where it's like, oh, yeah, like, my, my kids aren't allowed to be at my house at a certain time.
1: So relationships, like, both of those relationships are over. Looking for the next single dad. You're looking for the
3: next single dad. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next.
1: Fantastic. fantastic <laughs> Except it won't be long distance, no long distance.
4: No, I mean, I'm okay with long distance, you know. Through that process, I learned something about me. And I just think that, you know, at this point, I like space. I must like space. Why would I do that? For six
3: years. Yeah. Yo, you can I was quite comfortable.
1: (laughs) You get get the applause for that. Okay, all right. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. (laughs) So now I'm going to ask a question now, right? (laughs) <laughs> ready I'm ready. okay so you said that while y'all were dating each other, he wasn't really making time, right? Now that y'all are apart, he's sort of trying to make time. Did you really want him to make that time in the beginning, or was it just no, a, I mean of course I like, like it like this it the way it is now, but I'm just going to kick you we in the every once chance we I get each other. We would, go months
4: without, we would go months without seeing each other, but talking okay. all the time, okay?
1: So, so you say was, you like time, your own time, but you're saying months, that's too much time.
4: No, what I'm saying is I, I, I really didn't have a, I did not really have a big problem with it. And I'm saying that I, I, I realized something about myself, because if I didn't really have a problem with it, I mean, it, there would be some instances like where we'd make plans and then he had to cancel because of his kids. That's disappointing, okay? If I put my shit aside and you tell me you're coming and then at the 11th hour you can't come, that's dis- disappointing. Imagine, how would you feel if you were looking forward to something and you made plans for somebody and then they just, well, I can't do it. And I don't want to say that your kids are bullshit. I don't want to say that because I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But at the end of the day, you know, they come first. So to what Coco said, I mean, you know, at some point, you kind of be like, all
2: right, I don't want to be fifth, sixth, or seventh. Well, right. I mean, right because where do you come in that order right you right know that you come behind the children but you also come behind the ex a lot of times when the ex is in the right. picture right so well, what it, well it depends right you right have right, right. right. But, but
4: then you got the job i mean you know got he, a grown-ass man that's gotta yeah. worry about you know college for the little one and you gotta worry you know he fusses too much about the older one i mean and he has retirement and shit like that he has stuff you know what i mean so working and then you know has a a, a job where he has to work some weekends. So really, where do I fit in? It would be different if you guys were in the same state.
3: I would think. Well, you, I think that the distance makes it harder. You get what this, I'm saying? Distance absolutely makes it harder. But also, distance is a tool that can be used intentionally, right? Yes.
4: Like, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So I,
3: so I will tell you, like looking at my life as a as, as a single dude. When I when my ex and I first start first split, and I started dating. Almost everybody I dated was at least a half hour away from me. <laughs> so I lived like right outside the capital of Connecticut, like right outside of Hartford. Mm-hmm. And I was dating people in New Haven, Connecticut, which was like 45 minutes away. I was dating people in Northampton, Massachusetts. I would go up to Albany. Like everybody was was a distance.
4: Intentional on your part?
3: It was absolutely intentional on my part because... The pond here is so small, I, was like, I did not want to risk bumping into anybody yeah. who was friends with or grew up with or knew my ex. Right. But also, it was me trying to navigate being a single dad and needing the space to do that. And then now, as a dude who's a single dad and out here doing my own thing, I'm very transparent with where I am in life. And I'm like, I'm very transparent with where I am. So it's my babies, you know, they're, they're first and foremost, and there's three of them in no particular order. So you, you're falling behind them. That is my right. business. <laughs> right. And not because I, you know, I do love what I do. Don't get me wrong, but that pays for me to take care of my kids and the opportunities I gain through my business and my work provide for my family. So, if something business related comes up, you're gonna fall behind that. And it's very difficult for a woman to accept that, yo, know, the earliest I can come in this pecking order is fourth or fifth. It's right. a very hard conversation to have. And I have that conversation up front. I, I remember one girl I cared a lot about. And to this day, we're still very good friends. Um, she has since been married, you know, has two kids, but we we we're, we're, we're friends. And I remember like sitting across from her and going like, "Yo, I cherish the time we spend together. I enjoy you as a person, you know, mentally, you are the first person since my dad passed away that I can have certain conversations with." And we were truly connected in that way. But in relation to the other things that I have going on, but it's not important because I can walk away from this. It'll hurt, but I can walk away from
2: it. That's a really hard space to develop a new relationship in. It is. It is, and
3: and and it's one of the reasons that I stay single because I know where I am, That's and I think I think it's deceptive to like lead somebody in like, oh yeah, let's start this thing, but yeah, I don't have time or energy for that shit. Deceptible. So
1: so so let me just do something real quick. Speaking about coming first, second, or third, let me do something real quick. I'm gonna play something and then I wanna hear everybody's reaction to it, okay? It's 8.30 and I just dropped off. Uh, I'm not gonna say her name, right? But one of the things she said to me, was one of the things she asked me when I told her I had my kid today. She says, like, she doesn't believe me. I thought you didn't have your kid on the weekends. And I said, okay, but his mom asked me to trade days. And, you know, women who have relationships or who don't have relationships with their children's father, and their children's father, uh, you know, only keeps them as per the agreement, if that, do not understand a man who may impromptu just go get his kid just because. They just don't get it, you know. And uh, that shit is annoying. I shouldn't have to explain. I said I'm going to get my kid. That should be the end of it. It shouldn't be, but I thought you only had him, I thought the court agreement said you only had him on the weekdays and she's got him on the weekends. None of your business, bitch. None of your fucking business. I'm going to get him. Why? Because I want to. End of fucking story. Son! So, um... Let me just tell you that, uh... Okay. The, uh Full
4: snort.
1: I let me just tell you the, um the genesis of the name, what is it a name, right? Single dad, why you bad, right? Is that was one of the things that I was going through at the time when the sort of name was ringing around, right? Um, there was another thing we could talk about, but you know, I'd like to hear you guys reaction to that.
2: All right. Well, there's some real trust issues there. <laughs> I mean, that's, right. that's kind of a baseline for it. I mean, I think
1: what do you mean trust issues tell me what you mean by
2: that <laughs> you I, you said this is where i am and she questioned that she came back and said i thought that you didn't have your kid this weekend right so i there's some kind of real basic kind of interpersonal shit happening there you've got an individual who is having difficulty taking you at your word um so So there's there's a problem. A lot of people start at 100% trust. They work their way back. It sounds like she starts at zero and wants you to fill that bucket uh, with trust, which is very difficult to form a relationship with a person like that. There's a second piece of that, which is why do you want me to be an individual who does the bare fucking minimum, right? So when you say to somebody, well, I thought you only see your kid based on a court agreement, that's essentially like, you should be doing the bare minimum. (laughs) That's what you're saying, right? Why aren't you just doing the bare minimum and nothing more? As an individual, you should be looking at that and saying, how wonderful that you have a non-court stipulated relationship with your child. That's a beautiful thing, right? That's a parent who's engaged above and beyond the bones of some fucking court ordered relationship. So it's super interesting Perspective that somebody would actually come at you with that because it's not like she didn't know you had a kid, right? She doesn't trust what you say and she's shocked that you're going to go above and beyond the baseline behavior. It's a rough, that's a rough go. That's
1: Sasha,
2: a- Sasha.
4: Um, I have a question uh, before I give you my feedback or um, my take on it. How old was the young lady? Um, you, you can give us an age range.
1: Uh, checks the forty plus box.
4: Oh, oh. wow, that's interesting, right? Wait, that's interesting. Okay, what? I don't know what I got to come back for that. Okay. Young?
3: question? <laughs> you expecting young? I thought I was. I was expecting young.
1: young.
4: Yeah, yeah. Expecting young.
1: Does she have kids? Yeah. Yes.
4: Right. Okay. But, I mean, One.
2: One. Burned. Well, burned.
4: Obviously, she had some issues
2: sure. with
4: her kid and her baby daddy, uh, and I mm-hmm. think she's. I, I agree with um, Nicole. I think she's. 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 she's thinking that you are going to do like her baby daddy. To the bare minimum. I guess she doesn't know. She must not know any good men or any good fathers, which is tragic.
2: It is tragic.
4: That's Either a- that or she doesn't trust you, or both.
1: Now, let's talk about the trust, right? When, when you say trust, because a couple of people said, um, well, I played that for one or two other people before, and they said it sounds like trust, right? So the thing is, I went back and I checked the date on that, right? And it okay. was a Friday morning that I was dropping off. So we had spent Thursday night together, hanging out, doing whatever, right? Great night. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, okay, well, we already done hung out. What's the big deal? You, gotta, you had to go, I mean, it's a work day. You had to go home anyway. You know? Right. You, what's the big deal? Um, right. See? I, okay. <laughs> so I don't get the trust part because, you know, it's not like we had plans for the next day anyway. You had to go home anyway. It's not like Friday. I'm saying I got him Friday night, so I I can't I, I can't do nothing with you. I got him Friday night. I'm just saying I gotta go get my kid Friday night. It's not like we had anything planned that I know of. You
4: didn't. Okay. Well, maybe she's trying to catch you in a lie. That's what it sounds like. Right. Because why would she say? Well, I thought you said she she's she's
1: trying to catch you in a lie. Well, can I tell but, you? But but catch me in a lie meaning what? I'm saying like it's not. Like if to catch me in a lie when we're supposed to be together and then I am not with you, and I told a lie to not be with you, that, yeah, you're right, you caught me in a lie. <laughs> if we have we don't even have no plans to be together in the first place, or is, what is the lie you're
3: catching me in? Oh wait, was this a girlfriend or this is somebody you're seeing and hanging out with? Or exactly, a, are
4: you just matching or, or what? <laughs>
3: What was the nature of the relationship? Because I, I, th- this is interesting for me too.
2: These are good questions, right here.
1: That's right. So, y'all gonna make me say out loud? Yes. You know, we were smashing each other. Smash uh, dash. Bro, yeah. Bro, bro. I, I, I mean, Yo. we would go out. We would hang out. We would do things together. It's not like you know. There's um, no shame in that. Okay. Yeah, you but you know, it. we would enjoy each other's company. But you All know, right. was it more than you know that? No. We all grown ass adults here, David. We could take it. Renting adults. Uh, but 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 listen. But you know, I, I'm, listen. I don't even know how to say this. I'm protecting myself on the back end also,
3: because <laughs> he may want to go back. Like, listen, I hey, Matthew, <laughs> no, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yo, shut the fuck up, yeah,
1: yo, no,
3: no, listen, listen on, no, I, shit, I, oh I God, am God. defending your position.
1: You're not by <laughs> saying it out loud. You're not, you're not supposed to say nothing. The fucking submarine is under the water. <laughs> listen, he didn't have
4: to say that, okay?
3: Oh, no, i am just
1: say straight
4: up. We were born yesterday. I said this
3: to all my female friends all the time. I'm like, listen, a wolf will always sniff for an opening. That's all. And a gentleman is nothing more than a patient wolf. That's all. That's all. I'm not knocking your hustle, I'm applauding it.
1: I'm by broadcasting the shit. Judge
3: you know?
2: No, no, no,
1: we on a podcast. You can't be mad. You can't right, be mad. mad. All right. All right. So we're
3: throwing everything back yours. to the trust. Let's get back to the trust. You know, I, I, okay. I want to touch on Listen, that.
4: Go t- ahead, Sasha. Me. Go ahead. You said to the girl that you told the girl, whenever the hell you told the girl, she never forgot that you yeah, don't see your kid on the weekend. Then all of a sudden you open and you share this information. She's like, aha. <laughs> 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 like yo, so I'm
3: happy. laughing because. You- you know how many times I've had this conversation, like David. as you-
1: But to say "aha, son," because, because we everybody plans is one thing. To say you, A-ha, "aha," and we don't have plans is crazy. Uh, well, well, that's the whole
3: point. It's not a matter of you having plans. It's a matter of being Inspector Gadget, and
2: "aha!" I solved it. So thank you. I got you, Doctor Call. You caught. A and, lot and, of women are looking for that, though, right? That's like, right. You know, live a in lot of women are looking
1: for what though what do you mean by that code
2: they're looking for they they're looking to figure out if you're a bad person right, right. a lot of women again they start from zero so that like okay, so hold on hold hold on, hold on hold
1: on. before you even go there before you even go there right so you see me with my kid you see me going to get my kid when I'm not even supposed to have my kid and you still looking for the bad person yeah and
4: let <laughs> she yeah. probably thinks you're too good to be true. Who the
2: hell knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm, kill their own relationships, burn their own shit to the ground because of their own baggage and drama, because of their own mistrust, there's no man that's going to get through a lot of that bullshit, right? Like, you need to work on yourself, deal with your own issues, your own trust issues. It's got nothing to do with the people you bring in your life. No. Oh,
3: I wish we were in the same room so I could high-five you right now, Coco. Like, that's true. Okay.
2: Like, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll put it to you like this. And like, this was a conversation and, and a phrasing that I put out to my ex-wife. And I was just like, just like years ago. And we still have the conversation every so often. I was like, yo, you know what? As bad as you may have, may have to be, I really ain't that bad. And a lot of it is the pain body that people carry around with them. We, we all go through experiences. We all go through traumas and we carry that around with, and it shapes the way that we perceive situations. So Very often, and I've run into this, like, as you were playing that clip, that triggered me like a motherfucker. Because I'm like, oh, my God, how many times have I had this conversation? And being a single dad, for me, in in my experience, it's like almost like when you go to a restaurant and you order a steak. And you're like, yo, this steak is thick and it's succulent and it's well-prepared and it's amazing. And then somebody takes you for a trip to the slaughterhouse and you see how that steak is made and you're like, yo, the fuck, I'm a vegan. I'm out. I don't want to touch it. I want no parts. And it's the same thing being a single dad. So you get these girls who go, oh, my God, look at him. He's great with babies. He's great with little children. Oh, you made such two babies. Right. He's he's devoted and he's caring. And he has all these great attributes. But those attributes are reserved for these little people. And he doesn't have as much to give to me.
2: So that's exactly what the fuck is that. You just, so you hit it, right? There's a lot of women who get into relationships with men, with children, and it's because they're good dads. They love that devotion. They love the thing. They don't understand why they're not number one in your life. And it's a beautiful thing to see a father who does business with his child. It's very attractive. It's like a primitive visceral thing as a woman. like, this is a man who would take care of my babies. But what you're not getting is that they already have a number one. They already have that the thing that you like the most, the thing you're attracted to the most is the thing that's going to burn you on the back end, right? Unless you go into it eyes wide open and understand the order of priorities and allow for your space and be okay with all those things. And a lot of women, particularly young women, go into those relationships and just don't understand why they're number two, three, four, five, right? Yeah. I mean, I will, I will say this much though for couples who are still married, I, one of the things I did when I got divorced, I was just turning 30, is I went in search of a healthy couple. So I I basically yeah. swore off relationships for 12 months. I was like, I will not become emotionally attached or date anyone for a year from this day. And actually, believe it or not, yesterday is my divorce anniversary, And I took the time to actually say what I want is a role model. I want to go find a couple that is the couple that I wanna be in later, right? Like, I'm gonna go through all my couples hetero, not hetero, all the things in between. I'm gonna go talk to everyone, meet everybody. I go to houses, sleep over, spend the weekend. I wanna show me a couple that functions. That's a role model that I can aspire to. And you know, ultimately, the couple that I found was actually childless, and they had been together for 16 years. And there was this really clear dialogue that I was having with all of these people about how drastically their relationship changed when they brought children into it. So I do think the, the priority order of where you come, I do think that happens in a lot of couples that stay together yeah. as well. Having kids changes the texture of the context everything about your relationship with that other person and it exposes every fucking crack in that foundation that you've built so it's more than that right it's it's more than whether you're doing it on your own it's bringing another human being into the world and saying i have to be responsible for this person or i don't really give a shit that i did this and whatever happens happens right which camp do you fall into
3: when i went through my divorce i was like one of the things I did, I didn't date anybody for eight months. It was just basically me in the house with my kids trying to figure out how the fuck did I get here.
1: And doing that deconstruction. Fuck that. The first thing I did was get laid as soon as I got
2: out. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't get laid. I'm saying I didn't get emotional. <laughs> You're all
1: that internal examination bullshit. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I
3: didn't go out and get laid during all that time. Good for you. What? <laughs> fuck oh, I, 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 that internal fucking examination. The first thing I'm doing is getting late. I can do
2: both at the same time. So I made it work. You
3: know what I mean? But I, I, I'll tell you, even going a step further, like in terms of how I, you know, center myself and you know, get on track each year. I do three months every year where I go through oh. a, a self-imposed celibacy.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, like, I just go <laughs> you
2: i right? do not that's talking like, with
3: anybody. I'm putting myself on track. That's
2: a real, lent- you
4: like?
3: Yeah, but that, but that's me. It's
4: like a realignment. Right? But
3: that's that's exactly what it is. It's 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 a mental and physical realignment. The a
2: fast. A fast. It's a fast.
3: You know, and, and granted, you know, like any other fast. Once you come off the fast, you you know the hunger is increased. Maybe
2: you binge
3: a, a little bit, but you know, to to the other point that you were saying is like. You know, you do the study, you do the the, you know, the realignments, and then you're also confronted with the fact that the paradigm that we're in, especially guys like David and I, are not the paradigm that people are used to. Absolutely we're, not. We're we're an anomaly, or even if we're not an anomaly, we are not what is put forth at the forefront for people to see. No, it's,
1: but not you
2: are an it's not I the
3: mean,
1: narrative, it's not the narrative.
2: I never, so in in my dating, in my history, I never met. I never. Let me not say that because I know the both of you. I never dated somebody that was quite at the level that either of you are at, right? Like devotion-wise. And so, you know, could might the kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm I hoping to my third husband. I'm just waiting. <laughs> <for> <laughs> to me, no, you know, it's it's hard to find. You you know. And I shouldn't say that because I do know there are a lot of super devoted fathers out there and I hope they're all listening to this podcast, but it was difficult, at least for me to find in my travels, somebody who was devoted at that level um, and willing to be a good partner, right? Those are right. Th- difficult things.
4: Well, they're too difficult. First of all, they're difficult in, in and of itself. So to do them both is it's I, difficult. Yeah. Right. It's sure. like almost finding a unicorn. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I ain't gonna lie, I'm still working on the good partner thing,
4: right? <laughs> I
1: ain't gonna <laughs> on no lies, right? You know, I'll be honest and say that, um, or I'll be additionally honest and say that, uh, for the last six months that me and my son's mom lived together, we did not, what's the word? Canoodle? Yeah, we didn't canoodle, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> So when I said the first thing I did when we broke up was get late, that's why.
2: Because, <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's I, a- yeah, I've been sitting on it for six months. I mean, so, wow. um,
2: it's pent up. Good <laughs> things you can do. Why would you? <laughs> well, mean, see,
1: but, see, but mine was intentional, though. So if I knew we were, you know, going our separate ways and I didn't want there to be any confusion on, you know, what was happening, I didn't want to deliver the wrong message. Well, I, I mean, that, that's a good idea.
2: You didn't want to deliver other things.
1: Well, (laughs) then that's the other thing, right? Because, I mean, you know, that's all you need. Fuck around and slip another one past the goalie. Now I'm two in the hole. (laughs) Yep.
3: Yo. Hey, you
2: suck. (laughs) Yeah. That's a million.
1: I know a ton of
3: people who have had the last vacation, baby. Drunken night out with the girls. Come home. An accident, baby. Maybe we shouldn't get divorced, baby. Dude, it, it happens all the time. Dodge the bullet.
1: All right. So um, we've been here a little bit of while. We've been here a little while. Um, I think we want to, uh, you know, wind down and just ask, um, you know, both of you, if you had anything to do all over again, you would.
2: I wouldn't change a thing. I would do everything. I, everything that I did, everything I lived through, brought me to exactly where I am today. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change a lesson that I learned. Um, I'm right where I, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Sasha. Um.
4: The only thing that I would have changed, I probably wouldn't have stayed in it for six years. And you know what, I want to clarify something. When we say dating, I was long distance, so it was dating. It wasn't like it was a a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. However, it was committed and it was monogamous, right? Because we said we were just going to be with the other person. At any rate, I just wouldn't have let it go so long. Cause I think deep deep deep, deep inside I kind of wanted to. Do you
2: think if it wasn't long distance you would have cut it off earlier?
4: Well, if it wasn't long distance, it pro- I probably would still be in it, and it probably would be something different. Cause he would be, cl- uh. cause we'd be closer. Yeah, cause I,
1: they would be during you the week. You want space, even though you like space?
4: Yeah, but I'd have my weekends to myself, right? Cause he has a kid. So during the week, I mean, I don't require much. I mean, I would like to see you a couple times during the week. So two, if there's a couple, two is a couple. <laughs> two is a couple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, 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 I could rock with that. So if there's anything that you would pass on to other ladies who are listening and saying, hey, I'm in a situation with a guy who has kids or something you would say to your, yourself back in the day, any life lesson or, or piece of information you would pass on, what would it be?
2: All right, so um, there are some real financial implications if you want to get involved with a man who has children. Uh, You guys, the the court episode that you did, you guys talked about like support arrangements and things like that. In the states that I have lived in, they can take fifty-five percent of your gross income. Ain't this a bitch? What? (laughs) Ain't (laughs) this a bitch? Fifty what? Fifty what percent? I would kill myself.
1: (laughs) I would kill myself.
2: (laughs) So, like, I, so I myself have experienced what that means in reality. And I have a, my, my best friend right now is actually with a man who is in a similar situation and he makes great money and sees none of it. And she's financially responsible for all the things. And then you have court bills on top of that and lawyer bill, like it's expensive. So The first thing I would say is it's expensive. (laughs) You as an individual need to understand that you will, depending on your situation, the state that you live in, you need to get real familiar with what they're living. And you need to be okay with that. You need to say, I'm okay with knowing I'm going to be, you know, the primary earner because his, more than half of his paycheck is gone. And just be okay with that. You need to just live in that and what it will mean to you, whether that be you buying a house together, you getting married, you having your own child together, because your child will come after those other child support arrangements, right? Whatever is second or third. Um, You need to be financially aware. As an adult, just be financially aware. And that is just good responsibility. I would also say, get a fucking prenup if you're going to get married. No bullshit. If you make money, if you have things in your life, they are yours, you hang on to them, get a prenup. If you're with a man who doesn't wanna get a prenup, you need to ask yourself what his reason for saying no to you would actually be, and you need to live in that. So my advice to my earlier self, and to anybody else is that you need to be honest, you need to be upfront, you need to be really aware of how it affects you in every single thing you do as an adult. Not as a romantic partner, I don't care if the dick is great, as a financially responsible individual, as an adult who wants to continue into the future, you have to have the honest conversations. If you can't do that, you need to walk away. Uh,
1: Coco was the first person to ask the word dick.
2: (laughs) God <laughs> you bless you. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> I mean? the D is great. It's great D, but we need to work out the financials. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How about um, you,
4: Sasha? I mean, I mean, everything that Coco said is great. The only thing that I would add to that, um, I would say to a single woman who is and her 30s, or has any, let me say this, has any hope of having children? To think twice, to think twice before getting involved. I mean, at the end of the day, hopefully you can only hope that the person that you are in a relationship with or thinking about getting in a relationship with, you can have honest, candid conversations, you know, about where their head is at, see where your head is at, because in addition to, you know, thinking about money and, and having to raise kids and all that, people's mindsets could be somewhere else, like, you know, um, my friend, I mean, some people, some men might be like, all right, I've been married twice. I'm not doing it again. Mm-hmm. And so if that's something that you really want, or you're not sure, then you need to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: Or that I'm not having kids no more, no more kids like Clark. Right, Exactly.
2: Yep. Exactly. And don't say that's okay because you think it's okay. Be exactly.
1: real. Or you think <laughs> you're going to change his mind. Exactly. Oh, see, change his
4: mind. That's the problem. That's the thing that we do. That's well, see, you know, that
1: we do, This so. pussy. Once he I get a load of this not, pussy, oh, it's gonna be then so gonna wanna <laughs> have some kids. Well, my, I use pussy first. I use pussy first. Once That's he cool. get a taste of this pussy, then he's gonna wanna have some kids. I'm free deep. They can wipe their own asses.
3: I am not, I've escaped the matrix. I am not plugging back in.
4: Okay, real quick. Let me add to that. So you seem like you, without a doubt, this is
1: non negotiable. So, Clark, <laughs> are you fixed? No. Then you're talking talking shit. No, because I'm bagging it up. With that, we're going to wrap up. (laughs) Um, And uh, I think we're going to get past, uh, I don't have to take out any trash, and I'm not mad at anybody, and uh, I don't think I have anybody to pat on the back. How about you, Clark?
3: Actually, I don't know if this is a take out the trash or a pat on the back, but we talked about this a little earlier. The elderly people, the seniors who got caught in Fairfield County, Connecticut, ages 62 to 85, having sex in public.
2: And getting busted.
3: Yes. Somebody emailed me, uh, text message me this the other day, like, yo, what's good in <laughs> Connecticut? And there were a group of six people who were between the ages of 62 and 85 and were using a website to find public places to have sex in Connecticut and got busted by the police who were staking out the area.
2: God bless them. Gonorrhea is spreading fastest among the elderly population. Ain't this a bitch? Gonorrhea still around?
1: Oh, shit.
2: All right.
1: Okay. Just in case anybody know, um, if you're feeling a certain way about something we said or something we didn't say, Single Dad, Why You Mad now has a voicemail. uh, 646-389-2852. 646-389-2852. We may even play your message on an episode. Chris, call to action. The call to action is the same call to action we have every
3: week. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you are following us on Instagram at com. We spell it all out, no abbreviations. Visit us at our website, com. Subscribe, comment, rate us, review us. We are on all the major podcast formats, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and once again, big ups and thank you to our 1,000-plus subscribers. Those of you who follow us on IG, thank you for the love. Uh,
1: Coco, you got anything uh, you want to tell people where they can find you?
2: Oh, no, they can't find me. They, don't. they can't
1: find you? <laughs> no social <laughs> media?
2: Sasha? To... Sasha nah, I'm good. Sasha okay.
1: Fierce, you good? Okay. Good. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Single Dad, why are you mad? We'll all see you in Bye-bye. Yo, Bye-bye. Yo,
0: baby, you me? Baby, tell me what you want from me. It was Brenda, Leticia, uh, Linda, Felicia, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, uh-huh. Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Thick, Cookies. Oh, I met her in the ice cream parlor right. Tanya, Diane, Laurie, and Carla, okay. Marina, uh, Selena, uh, Katrina, uh, Serena, uh. about three Kims, what? Latoya, Tina, oh. Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Rashida uh, Kelly, Nicole, Nicole Angel, Juanita, Stacy. Tracy, Rhonda, and, and Rhonda Donna, Yolanda, what? Tawana, and Wanda We're all treated fairly, but getting still But this is all some other what? shit now that I'm with you here But I'ma keep it real What, what the uh, fuck you, yeah. a- uh, 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 you want from a uh, uh, What the fuck you want from a What You're with your the life yeah.